0: Today on CityCast Philly, if you follow the news, our city can seem like a bad place to grow up. There are tons of headlines about the toll of gun violence or how young people have fewer safe places they can go just to be kids. But there are local groups working every day to change that narrative. I'm speaking with two youth leaders that are creating space and mentorship opportunities for young people, from bowling nights to barbering classes. It's Thursday, October 12th. I'm Trinina Rhee, and here's what Philly's talking about. Shauna Smith, you're the founder and owner of A Chance at Life, which hosts activities for young people while promoting anti-gun violence. Welcome to CityCast Philly. Thank you. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. Prentice Boone, you're the founder of Junior Barber Academy, where you teach young children barbering skills. Welcome to CityCast Philly.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for
0: First, I got to ask you both. Tell me why you decided to run youth organizations. I mean, this is a big responsibility. Why did you guys decide to do this? So
2: for me, um, I just feel like in the heart of Philadelphia, countless children are living in neighborhoods plagued by gun violence. They have limited access to resources. Me being the oldest of nine children, I came from a huge family. And I just feel like this generation, their lives are ending very short. I've been a part of a lot of different organizations in the past where I kind of learned from them And I would always give back. And it was just something that was like, you have to do this on your own. Like, this is something that's pulling at my heartstrings. So I also work at a funeral home. So I'm being impacted from every way, from negative to positive. And I'm like, I have to do something to kind of pour back into our communities and kind of let these kids know, like, there is hope and there is support and there is resources
0: Prentice, I know you have, as Mr. P, Mr. P, why did you decide to start the Barbering Academy?
1: Yeah, so I was 12 years old when I started cutting hair. And one of the things that I lacked was mentorship. I didn't have anybody to show me how to use the clippers, how to even start getting clients. But I knew I loved this thing. I knew I was passionate about it. And even when I got to high school, I still knew, like, I'm going to pursue this barbering career. And I even had a cool teacher that allowed me to cut here in class, but I struggled in school. I struggled with discipline. I definitely struggled with the academics as well, but every time it was like I had a hair to cut, I just like locked in. I focused and I always felt like this was something that I can do very well. So, so growing up, I didn't have that mentorship. And as I got older, my mom, she's telling me all these different uh, mantras that she always told me. And one of them was, you know, be the change in the world that you want to see. And a seven-year-old little girl walked in my door and was like.
0: And that was Nige, right?
1: That was Nige, And that was like, I, was, I wanted to say no so bad. I wanted to say like, you are too young. You can't hold no clippers. But her eagerness was like, it was just showing. And I just was like, you know what? Let's try it. And she had a pen and a pad. And I thought that was showing willingness. Like, I'm really ready to write down what you're saying. And so I started teaching Nijay and then other children started showing up. And uh, this was just something that I was really happy to do. And I wanted to continue to do this because it made me feel like I was doing the right thing.
0: That's awesome. Now, you both talked about just your unique experience. And Shauna, you you mentioned that you work with youth and you also work at a funeral home which can be heavy. I want to talk about engagement. What have kids told you that they want? So um, as
2: far as engagement, I try to always get the kids input on the things that they like to do. When I have events, I have a box where I have parents or kids a lot of questionnaire to kind of tell me like what can i improve on where did i like it what would you like to see more of cool. how would you like to be involved
0: and it's also like you're listening to what they have to say they get a voice yes
2: what they have to say what they need what they mm-hmm. want and try to support their vision so i take that all into consideration with the workshops that we do with the events the classes and I, I'm at 14 kids right now. I just started last year, but those 14 kids are dedicated, and those 14 kids will then say at the next event, "Can I bring my little cousin? Can I bring my older brother? Can I?" And I'm like, "Yes." Yeah. So we kind we take kids from ages six to 18 years of age. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, tell me, what are some things that they've told you that they want to do? Like you have the bowling um, events. You've even opened your home to host a cooking class for the kids. What have they told you they want to do?
2: So a couple of them wanted to go to the Poconos. So I recently partnered with um, another nonprofit organization called One, um, where we went to the Poconos. It was like a day trip from the morning until night. That was some of the kids' first time being outside of the city. Um, and we were literally crossing bridges or seeing cows. And they were so amazed. And that like had tears in my eyes because that makes me want to do more. But for the most part, it, it's the small things. They want to get out of their neighborhoods. Mm. So a lot of the events that I do, I try to do it, New Jersey, different parts of Philadelphia. And like I said, the Poconos, just like their horizons and expose them to different things outside of Philadelphia and the, the gun violence or the it's just so much going on in this city. That's our goal to keep them innocent, to keep them happy and alive and just like wanting to reach their full potential.
0: Mr. P, you also teach literacy classes and entrepreneurship. I mean, that's a part of being a barber, right? So what have young people told you?
1: Yeah, so a lot of young people don't resonate with being a barber, right? So I do understand that. But some of them do want to be their own boss one day. And so that's where I layered on the entrepreneurship classes, because I want to make sure I service every child that comes through my door and I don't want to let any of them down. And so a lot of parents, right? So great parents that want to involve their children in so many programs, but I think the best thing is to ask the conversation, like, like you just said, what do y'all guys want? And so when I did start talking to a lot of the youth, I started realizing that they want to open up their own T-shirt brand. A lot of them want to get into real estate. Some of them even want to get trucking businesses.
0: That's amazing that like young people (laughs) have that um, ability to write and to communicate like that's what I want to do. Wow.
1: Yeah. And that comes from YouTube. That comes from social media. You know, Mm. they get a chance to watch their favorite people and build that vision of what they want. But when they bring that vision to me, my goal is how can I point you into that direction, even if that's not something that I do? How can I find that mentor for you? So the first things first is let's start learning about entrepreneurship. What does it look like to be a business owner in the future? And what does it look like to make sure that you spend your money and invest it in the right way? And so that layered me into building a curriculum for entrepreneurship and wealth building. And that curriculum goes hand in hand, like you said, with barbering, because it's even for our students that want to open up their own barbershop in the future. But I think we can service so many young people now that we have that extra component. Hmm.
0: Shauna, Mr. P, what does the city, you know, need to do more of so that we can continue to see less headlines um, involving children and violence? Support. Hmm. Support is one of the big
2: factors in the city of Philadelphia.
0: How can people support you?
2: getting who I am and what we do out there, my website, reposting an event, just spreading the word about a chance of life inc, whether it's for adults, for the children, the school system, like we we need it. We need support. We need love. Um we did an event painting the painting for hope, where we had an art instructor come in and she painted the love sign on the canvases and all of the kids uh, painted. And it said um, sisterly love for the girls and brotherly love for the boys. And then we took a trip downtown where they took a picture in front of the love sign. And I kind of got feedback on each child. Like, what does love mean to you? Um, What would you like to see happen different in the city of Philadelphia? And all of them said just to be safe. There's so many resources out there, but it's just like, how do we get them to these families? How do we get them to our neighbors? How do they learn about these things to be able to cope, survive, seek help, seek support? Those are the biggest challenges that I'm I'm facing right now. And that's what I'm trying to get the word out there.
1: I agree with Shauna. I think that we do need to work together and we need to learn to bring our organizations together so that the youth have more things that they're doing throughout the week and not just that one time, that one touch point that we have. But also I want to layer on top of that is I think we need to catch them at a younger age because mm-hmm. all the children I talk to that's about 19 that's getting in trouble. I'm like, yo, when did you first get introduced to drugs? They like I was smoking weed at 10 years old or mm-hmm. I started cutting school when I was eight. And I'm like, dang that's really early. So imagine when the mentorship really needs to start. It's not once I'm 17 and I'm already like seven years in on what I'm doing. It's when I first got introduced to this.
0: This may sound like a really big question, but what does it take to run a youth organization in Philadelphia?
2: It takes like-minded individuals that have the same drive. You can't find someone that's going to mirror what you bring to the table, but you can find people that seek the same goals as wanting change, wanting change in the city of Philadelphia and actually applying themselves to say, where can I help? What can I do to add to what you're doing to come together?
1: Yeah, I think it takes, I think it takes funding as well as it takes a village. So we need parents participation. That's one of the biggest things that I preach. I need parents to bring the children out. And for the ones who can't bring their children out, I need them to communicate that with us. So parents answering emails is really a big deal. Like just responding and saying, hey, maybe I don't have transportation and then we can try to find another source. Uh, But then it takes funds, too. So we need our city to provide us with grants. We need uh, other people that private lenders to come in and you know, funds as well so that we can continue to operate. It's nothing like having just an amazing event one time, but then never being able to do it again because of lack of funds.
0: Right. I was going to shift and talk about (laughs) that financial support. Um, What resources helped y'all to kind of get your organizations off the ground?
2: I love this topic. I'm going to piggyback off of him. We need grants. We need funding. I just did a a pumpkin carving class Sunday. Every last one of my events, I leave no child behind. I pick them up myself. I have board members that, what do you need me to do? What time do you need me to be there? The parents don't drive. The email thing, a huge thing, a huge thing. I feel like if we had more funding and more resources, we can get a lot more kids involved. I've thrown two fundraisers. I do have a lot of uh, friends that are entrepreneurs where we have been out at events and they may have seen me across Crossing, and they'll send a cash app or people saw us on the news and they'll send a check or things like that. But honestly, my heart doesn't rely on other people to have motion for a chance to life, Inc.
0: What other resources are out there if someone is listening and they wanna start a youth organization what could help them, you know, get it off the ground? So I recently
2: partnered with um, Candace Perino. She's with AIM program. She is like a third party to A Chance of Life, Inc. They provide early uh, intervention with substance abuse um, therapy and things of that nature. And that also helps some of these kids that I have with the things that they deal with that I can't provide. So I'm grateful for um, that resource as well.
0: So linking with another organization is a good absolutely. Resource. There are okay. so
2: many organizations in the city of Philadelphia. And I, I again, I feel like there's major gaps in between everyone because if we all come together, we all might have like a different message, but our goal is to, enhance and pull the youth in to give them a better outcome, a better chance at life. So I feel like all of us offer something different and we all can learn from one another. So if we just come together, that's so many resources under one umbrella. Mm -hmm. So many. I
1: -hmm. was able to take advantage of one grant, which was by the DOA, which is the um, district attorney's office. And that grant actually helped me provide our classes for eight weeks. So... It's a good grant.
0: I love that. That was Prentice Boone, founder of the Junior Barbering Academy, and Shauna Smith, founder and owner of A Chance at Life, Inc. Thank you both so much for opening up, sharing your personal stories, and for joining me on CityCast Philly. No, thank you for the opportunity.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you, Trinae. Appreciate it.
0: We'll have links to A Chance of Life and Junior Barber Academy in our show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed this episode about what it takes to run a youth-based organization in Philadelphia, tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter, Hey Philly, to learn more about what else Philly's talking about. We'll be back tomorrow morning with the Friday News Roundup. Bye.